Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walk On Radio, Episode 4. Now, people listening on Buzzsprout, we got something new going on. We have video, because in this episode of the Fantasy Football episode, we are in a draft. We got 1 minute and 19 seconds remaining until we start drafting. And then each week, we're going to talk about how we, how it did. You know, as NFL goes on, we go on with our fantasy football. Now, I'm not the big fantasy football guy here. Mr. Ryan Humphreys kind of leads the charge when it comes to fantasy football. So I'm going to kind of lead, give it to him. We're going to do this draft. So first, to get it started, how does this draft work? Because I've only done it once. So I don't really know how a fantasy football draft kind of works. Yeah, so we... Uh... Uh, first off, I'm excited to do this episode. Fantasy football is is a passion of mine. I've done it since as long as I can remember. Uh, I consider 2005 my first year of doing it. I was six years old, so definitely definitely have done it a while. Um, but but today we're gonna we're gonna do a draft in a 12 team standard scoring uh, league on ESPN. Uh, we're playing with randos, but doesn't change how we're gonna do things. You know, we're gonna walk you through. Our draft strategies this year, you know, things to look at, things to uh, avoid, and, and just, you know, talk football, talk players we like, talk teams we like. Uh, so it says non-PPR. Now, I know when I did my fantasy draft, it was a PPR league, but I don't know the difference. What is the difference between PPR and non-PPR? So PPR is a uh, is kind of a newer trend in the fantasy football world. Uh, PPR stands for points per reception, and... Uh, simply that means that that every catch you have is one point regardless of the yardage added to it. Uh, personally, I am not a PPR guy. Uh, I don't I don't know if it makes sense that my receiver can can catch a zero yard pass and be awarded more points than my running back who has a nine yard rush. You know, mm-hmm. and so typically with scoring, it's ten yards equals one point uh, for receiving and rushing. Uh, for passing, every 20 yards is a point. Passing touchdowns are worth four. Receiving and rushing touchdowns are worth six. Uh, but, you know, different leagues vary. Uh, most of them kind of have that base scoring. But depending on if it's a league at home, if it's a league uh, on, on various fantasy sites, you know, you might find something different. So when I did my first fantasy football, I picked a quarterback first. I went Patrick Mahomes, and that was kind of taboo. So what are the what is your strategy, and what kind of are the rules with fantasy football when it comes to drafting players? So uh, funny you funny you mentioned the quarterback in the first round uh, strategy. That's that's actually something that I I really preach against doing. Uh, and and yes, not arguing that having Patrick Mahomes. Or, or Lamar Jackson isn't fun, uh, because it is. But at the end of the day, you're, you're, almost, you're almost having to draft those guys too high and missing out on a stud running back or receiver when that second, third, fourth, fifth quarterback it, are, are going to only marginally score less than a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. You know, I'm, for me... I'm comfortable taking a, a Dak Prescott, a Russell Wilson, a Deshaun Watson, you know, in that fifth, sixth, seventh range, uh, instead of spending a first or a second rounder on Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. So, so passing yards as a quarterback is less points than the catches or rushing yards. Yes, yes, and, and that's only because you know, 
they just they have so many passing yards. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is throwing for 400 yards a game, and so it you know that that way it evens out a little bit. Uh, you know, your quarterbacks are going to score the most points. However, in my opinion, you know your team, it, your team success is based on your running backs and receivers. So, what is going to be Team Walk On Radio strategy coming into this draft? You know, I don't. Are we going to be the fourth pick because it kind of has us at four, or is it going to be random? And what are, what are we looking for first round? I'm not sure uh, what pick we're going to have. It it, it it looks that it's going to be random. Uh, you know, typically my rule is is go get that go get that stud running back in the first just because there's an abundance of talented receivers there's not an abundance of big alpha running backs you know you've got that you've got the the big 3 in Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott and then you've got that Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs range, uh, Derrick Henry and and after that it just gradually declines uh you know at receiver Obviously, you've got you've got your big dogs, but that second tier that that Mike Evans, uh, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, that group is isn't really that far behind the Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones range. And so for that, I think it's important to go out and get a stud running back. Uh, you know, if you want to come back around and get get that stud receiver. I'm cool with that. Uh, but the earliest I would ever think about a receiver is that, you know, late first round area. So my, we discussed this before, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later with your famous, no, not famous, but your little group fantasy draft that do you have uh, this last weekend and you picked DeAndre Hopkins. And I told you that I didn't think it was a good idea. And this is a guy from that, do, that doesn't do fantasy because I'm thinking, you know, with, with Larry Legend and Christian Kirk, He's going to lose a lot of his catches that he has when he was like the only receiver on the text, and you went ahead and drafted him anyways. What was your thought behind it, and do you still think you'll be able to get the same numbers with him in fantasy that you did with uh, uh, last year? Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, I, there definitely were some concerns with the new si- uh, situation in Arizona. Um, I, I, my my choice was basically I took took Alvin Kamara in the first round took that that alpha running back uh, position like I talked about and then I came back around and basically my choices uh, were DeAndre Hopkins or Chris Godwin and you know a lot of a lot of sites are gonna have them you know one higher than the other uh, and it and it varies whatever list you're looking at but at the end of the day regardless of the Cardinal situation, the new quarterback, the, you know, air raid offense spread it around. I didn't want to forget who DeAndre Hopkins was. And and what I mean by that is regardless of his situation, he's still undoubtedly one of the most talented receivers, if not the most talented receiver in the NFL. So I felt felt like with that second rounder getting DeAndre Hopkins, that was a that was a good value pick. So before we get on to more of your choices, I want to talk about your history with fantasy football. Like I said, you have a a big fantasy group that you do with your friends at home. But how did fantasy football first start for you, and why is it such a big deal in your in your football life? So fantasy football for me, uh, no doubt, started with my dad. Um, my dad is has a fantasy football league with his buddies that he they started in college, and coming up this next year uh, will be their thirty first season, which is which is incredible if you ask me. 
Uh, last year, they actually had their draft at the Star, uh, you know, in the Dallas Cowboys yeah. practice. Uh, and that was a neat experience. But ever since I was young, you know, like I said, I started when I was five or six. Uh, I kind of would, I would go to the draft with my dad kind of as a, you know, honorary partner or whatever. But then, you know, I kind of steadily became one of the smartest guys with it. And, and I think my history says that. Um, and, and, you know, I, I know fantasy football is for fun, but I definitely, it's something that I, that I really take seriously and, and I have a lot of fun with because me and my dad in various leagues, a league of my own, have had a lot of success. Okay, so actually I do have another question. Uh, so you, you go through the regular season of fantasy. Is there a playoffs and how does that work? Yeah, so normal playoffs. Uh, the only thing that you know people might be confused about is it's not the actual NFL playoffs, and, and that's because not every team makes it. So so then you would have you know players that on your team that didn't make the NFL playoffs. So typically, uh, fantasy football playoffs are weeks you know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and that's that week sixteen or week seventeen is going to be your Super Bowl uh, for fantasy football. Uh, I know the way we do it in our league is. You know, we have divisions, so your division winners make the playoffs, and then there's two wild cards. Uh, and, you know, you have a semis, and then you have the Super Bowl. And this is coming up on our coming up on our 10th year. Uh, and 10th anniversary is, is this season, and uh, I've won five Super Bowls. And so definitely, definitely feel like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to fantasy. Uh, you know, you can say it's luck, and it is, but... There's obviously a reason that, that people have success uh, in this because, you know, they draft well, but not only draft well, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, but waivers. Uh, waivers are a big deal, and that's what waivers are is, you know, picking up that that breakout player that, that no one knew before the season or, you know, dropping a guy that is being, a, you know, a bit of a disappointment. Uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a really big part in, in fantasy success. So we got about one minute and ten seconds before our draft begins. We got a full group ready to go. So in that one minute, kind of tell me about how your draft and your little group went. Uh, you were telling me off the air, and you said you had a couple surprises you didn't think you were going to get, had a couple good picks. So tell me about how your draft went. It went good. Uh, you know, like I said, it's our 10th year. Um, so so people are a bit more experienced than they once were. Uh, so I think top to bottom, the teams are more competitive um, as far as surprises go, you know, little things like Derrick Henry went before Ezekiel Elliott. That surprised me. Um, you know, Michael Thomas was the sixth overall pick. And, and not that he doesn't deserve that. It's just not common for a receiver to be picked that high. Um, Lamar Jackson was a first rounder. And that goes against everything I believe in when you should draft a quarterback. Patrick Mahomes was a second rounder, you know. Awesome to have him. Don't really want to spend that high of a pick on a quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, throughout the draft, there, there's always going to be picks where you question it. But, uh, you know, it again, I, I, I tried to say that this wasn't a luck thing, but some of it is luck. And, you you know, players, players that you hope do good, you know, you're going to draft them higher and then – more times than not, the team that wins the Super Bowl in the end is the team that got that late-round player that has a breakout season. You were talking about Derrick Henry, and you know he had a good year last year, a really good year last year, but it was kind of his first year kind of going off on his own. 
for in a fantasy perspective, how do you think he's going to do this next year? I know a lot of teams are probably going to stack the box on him. Is he going to have the same numbers, and is he as high as a draft pick as it seems like a lot of people are going with in the fantasy route? I think Derrick Henry is is and and I know you've said that that he's probably the best downhill running back in the NFL, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Uh, but this year for fantasy. And and I actually had Derrick Henry on my team last year, so that was a lot of fun because he was he was the NFL leading rusher. But I think where Derrick Henry will decline this year is how many touchdowns he scored. I don't I don't see him being able to uh, replicate the amount of times he was able to put the ball in the end zone. And so you know yards are important, but but you got to score touchdowns to to get the big points. Yeah, and talking about decline of touchdowns, you know, there's one player that you've kind of dragged on the air and off the air, and that's Packers' own Aaron Jones. Now, I think he's going to have a great season, but with fantasy, points are different than having yards in real life. So why do you think Aaron Jones is going to have such a drop that you feel? Again, it goes back to the touchdown thing. He He was, no question, a touchdown machine last year, and I I do not see that being able to keep up um what do you have 16 touchdowns last year I mean that's that's incredible but to to ask someone to do that again is is dang near impossible and so I think Aaron Jones is kind of that late first round early second round pick and for me that's a bit of a stretch are there any players that you know of that are that could be a low round steal that not, not on a lot of people's radar, but could end up being very good for your fantasy team? Yeah, of course. I mean, you, first of all, you've got a great you got a great group of rookie running backs this year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor in, in, in Indianapolis, you know, right now I think he's probably going to split the backfield with Marlon Mack, but towards the end of the season, I definitely think he's going to take over and kind of become an every-down workhorse back. So I expect him to put up big numbers. Uh, Kansas City spent a first-round draft pick on Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and I think in a in a crazy passing uh, power offense like they have, a running back can really thrive. Um, another running back that I see kind of having a breakout year is is Todd Gurley, and you know a lot of people are doubting Todd Gurley his health, but moving to a new system, moving to a system that predominantly throws, you know, you've got running backs are successful. The, the, the big fantasy running backs are successful in passing offenses. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, teams are going to be so worried, so fixated on, on Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley. And they're, they're, they're going to leave, you know, a, a talented Todd Gurley open. Uh, I was able to get Todd Gurley in the third round this year. And, you know, two years ago, he was the best fantasy player in the league. And so, you know, if he can stay healthy, uh, I think Todd Gurley can, can really surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah, and I think for the Falcons, too, and this is nothing against Matt Ryan, but he is getting older, and the older a quarterback gets, the more they kind of rely on the running back to take more carries and kind of give the quarterback a break. For example, the Packers with Aaron Jones, we turned our offense to a completely running offense. So I think giving Gurley more touches will give him better chances. And, you know, with fantasy football, it's all about the yards. So I, I am interested to see about Todd Gurley. Uh, let's go on to receivers. Are there any receivers that, you're, that you really like, really dislike? What is your receiving group looking like? 
you know, a receiver that I, I would say I really like this year is, you know, other than the top guys, obviously. But I, I think uh, I think Adam Thielen has a chance to break out. And I know, I know you have mixed emotions about old Adam Thielen being a Packers guy, him being a Viking. But with, with the departure of Stephon Diggs, I really think Adam Thielen can take the reins as that, you know, elite category receiver one. And, and I think, I, I, you know, Vikings have Dalvin Cook, who who's a, a stud running back, but history says that he he's incredibly injury prone, and so you know there I think a, a focus is going to be to throw the ball more to kind of alleviate him, you know, take away some carries, and I, I think that that bodes well for Adam Thielen. Yeah, it'll be really cool to see how Adam Thielen kind of steps up and becomes the number one. So our draft has begun. We are pick 11. 11. So how does that, is that a good, is that a good spot? What, what's the best spot to be in for fantasy football? Well, uh, so I don't, I don't particularly love the 11th pick. Uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to think receiver here. Uh, if, if one of those alpha receivers is there, just because we are so late and, and I expect it to be a, a running back heavy first round. Uh, now, the, the pretty part of being the 11th pick is... Our second round pick is, you know, bang, bang. Uh, you know, typically in fantasy football, you have what's called a snake draft. And basically what that means is if you're the first pick in the first round, you're the last pick in the second round. And that that way, it's not like the NFL draft where, you know, you keep the same order throughout the draft. In fantasy football, it reverses so that no one really has a quote unquote advantage or disadvantage. Now, I see by Ezekiel Elliott's name, it's got a Q, which I'm guessing is for questionable. Is that because they're questionable he's going to not score as many points, or he's not going to play? What does the questionable mean in terms of fantasy? No, nah, typically that's a that's an injury-type deal. Obviously, on July 27th, we're not worried about that. Week-to-week, uh, week, however, that, that that's a big part in, you know, who to start, who to sit. Uh, but But right now, you know, I haven't heard anything is is really seriously wrong with Ezekiel Elliott, so I that cue could be for anything, but I wouldn't worry about it. So in your and with your fantasy expertise, who do you think is gonna be the first pick of this draft looking at, you know, what people have done before, what what's gonna happen, who do you think is gonna go number one? So the number one pick uh this year, it's a it's a clear cut, sure thing, home run. It's gonna be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, PPR league, standard league, whatever. The dude is the entire Carolina Panthers team. Uh, and last year, he he had arguably one of the best seasons of all time for a fantasy football running back. All right, we have about two seconds, and the draft has just begun. Oh, look at that. We got some music going. So with the 11th pick, realistically, what player do you think specifically are we going to be able to get well, on this list, uh, ESPN has the 11th player as, let's see, uh, they have it as Julio Jones, uh, you know, a, a receiver, like I said, late round like that, it, or late first round, excuse me, is kind of the way to go um, if a running back doesn't slip to you. Uh, number one pick was, in fact, Christian McCaffrey, just like I said it would be. Uh, so, you know, at the 11th pick, you can't really can't really plan much um you kind of just have to let it come to you so you know I know you're a big running back guy but 
if Michael Thomas falls to 11th, are we picking Michael Thomas? 100%. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think that he will. Uh, this year, it, it, it looks like Michael Thomas is kind of that 6, 7, 8 range, and so I definitely do not expect to get a, a Michael Thomas. And how do you? I know Dalvin Cook's at number six right now for the players. How do you feel about Dalvin Cook? I like Dalvin Cook. Uh, his injury stuff scares me. Uh, you know, there was some contract disputes on. You know, is he gonna hold out? Is he gonna? You know, all that. To me, he isn't gonna hold out. He will report to training camp. He's gonna play. But you know, if I'm picking between, let's say Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara. Is Dalvin Cook as talented as a running back as Alvin Kamara? Absolutely. Is the injury risk uh, a problem? Absolutely. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, second pick here was uh, Saquon Barkley. That's no no surprise. Usually, you know, people consider the big three as CMC, Saquon Barkley, and then third goes Ezekiel Elliott. No question there. Michael, wow, Thomas, Michael Thomas goes fourth. Wow, uh, that's early. Uh, but you know, like I said. He's he's unbelievable. The NFL is changing. Uh, last year, he broke the receptions record. So if you're in a PPR league, which is points per reception, that's a big deal. That's you know going to be 120 extra points, give or take, uh, how many catches he has. And so, yeah, Michael Thomas going fourth overall is, is early for me. But, you know, hey, I, I respect it. Now, we still got – it's probably going to be taken before we get there, but Derrick Henry is still on the board. Are we going to grab Derrick Henry if still on the board – because he looks good, and I, you know, listen, I, I still think I in our preview for the NFL, we we both had Derrick Henry and the Titans doing very well. Listen, I again, I said that Derrick Henry is going to have a decline in fantasy football, but he was so high last year that a decline really isn't that big of a worry for me. So if Derrick Henry truly does fall to the eleventh pick, we're no question taking him. Speaking of Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook has been picked fifth. Kind of a they put they picked Dalvin Cook over Alvin Kamara. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and I mentioned that to me personally. I think that's a more of a preference thing. I think they're similar. Uh, to me, I'm an Alvin Kamara fan. Uh, I've had Alvin Kamara in in years past. I drafted him this year. I've won Super Bowl titles with Alvin Kamara. I think just his versatility of being able to catch the ball out of the backfield is a real is just a real boost in, in fantasy production. Uh, He's a touchdown waiting to happen every time he touches the ball, and so I really like that. And and I know he had a little bit of an injury problem last year, but he was able to play. Word on the street is that he was basically playing on one leg, but so I, I expect big things out of him this year. And he actually just got drafted sixth overall, which is you know that four, five, six range for him is kind of what I've I've been seeing around the fantasy world. Yeah, so uh, we still have Derrick Henry on the board. The top players right now are Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Derrick Henry, and Aaron Jones. Now, if Derrick Henry gets picked and Aaron Jones is on the board, are we taking him first round? I know we just talked about Aaron Jones, how you feel about him, but he's still on that board. So, you know, uh, like I said, that that, that the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th player uh, is that kind of elite receiver. That's kind of what I'm thinking for 11th, but... If Aaron Jones made it to our second round pick, which I'm, you know, he really might, definitely wouldn't be opposed there, because uh, we will we will pick and then three later three picks later pick again, and so a receiver running back combo in that sense I think would be a, be a win uh, for the eleventh overall pick. Yeah, we just just lost Derrick Henry to Hustle Radio. Looks like we have a little rival in the game. Oh, there's another radio in here. Yeah, wow. and then Tyreek Hill just got picked, so. You know, the number one receiver right now is Devontae Adams. And, Listen, uh, I'm all for it. Um, 
I bash Green Bay all the time just in spite of you. But as far as fantasy football is concerned, wow. Lamar Jackson wow. just got picked. No sir. Hot take. And we are on the clock. All right. So Devontae Adams just got picked. So Humphreys, what are you thinking? We have D-Hop, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Those are the top players, but there are other players. What are you thinking for our first pick? Man, um... Uh, as far as my rankings go, ESPN has it as DeAndre Hopkins 8, Julio 9, Aaron Jones 12. Uh, man, I'm a Julio Jones guy. I think Julio Jones is the best receiver in football, better than Michael Thomas. Uh, I think the Falcons have a, a loaded offense this year. Uh, and I think, again, I talked about Julio Jones helping Todd Gurley. Well, I think Todd Gurley helps Julio Jones. And so here at the 11th pick... We talked about getting a running back, but we're taking Julio Jones. What do you think I like about that? I like Julio Jones, and you know I couldn't name another receiver on the Falcons right now. I think Julio Jones is the man. Matt Ryan still got a little bit in him. I was saying how he's old, but he still can throw that thing. Julio Jones is one of the top receivers. I like it, and I think it's a good pick. Going back two picks, Lamar Jackson was picked first round. Mm-hmm. I know you're big against that, but do you think with the production Lamar Jackson has, he can still put up a lot of points for this guy's team? If he, it, well, it's actually our pick, so we need to we need to focus up. We'll get back to the Lamar Jackson uh, subject. So, right there, you had uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Aaron Jones picked. Uh, I think it's, it's running back time. Nick you, you Chubb gotta, is still on the board. You got to get a running back here. Uh, Nick Chubb is a little lower, but man, uh, Nick Chubb's potential is certainly there. Josh Jacobs' potential is certainly there. What do you? Uh, what, give me your thoughts on Josh Jacobs. Man, I like Josh Jacobs. He, uh, I think he should have won Rookie of the Year last year. I think he's a great running back. I'm worried about the Raiders' offensive line. I don't know if they're going to be. They they had a really good offensive line, but they kind of dropped since. I like Austin Eckler from the Chargers. I think he's a good running back. But you know, Nick Chubb, you know, he's rated. <laughs> if we're talking Madden range, he's one of the top running backs in the game. But like I said, and then they have Kenyon Drake as the number one running back still on the board. How do you feel about Kenyon Drake? I like Kenyon Drake. Um, Kenyon Drake's not better than Nick Chubb. He's not better than Joe Mixon, and he's not better than Josh Jacobs, in my opinion. Uh, Miles Sanders is ranked way too high. Uh, definitely, you know, hasn't really proven himself in Philly. Uh, so if it's all right with you, I'm thinking Nick Chubb right here. Uh, I think so too. Uh, you know, ESPN doesn't have him as the the best available running back, but I think as far as ceiling goes. Nick Chubb is probably our best bet. So we're going to go ahead and pick Nick Chubb. All right, cool. So now what is going to be our strategy going into we, – we have our number one receiver. We have our running back now. What's, are we going quarterback? Are we going another re- receiver or running back? What's the plan here? So, uh, you know, again, this is, this is a position where we kind of just have to wait and see. Uh, it's, uh, it's 19 picks until we pick again. And so, you know – would it be nice to get that stud running back or that stud RB2? Uh, yes, but but also, you know, I think that's the realm of if Patrick Mahomes were to fall to you, that's the quarterback you take. And, and if you don't get him, then you wait till that fifth, sixth, seventh round and, and kind of just live with who you get. So after our picks, Chris Godwin got picked, Kenyon Drake, and then Travis Kelsey, tight end, got picked. Round two, what's your opinion? You know, I'm a big tight end guy. I love the tight ends. What's your opinion on where to put, get tight ends at, what round, and how they do? So depending on your league is when tight end uh, is is how you're going to decide when a tight end should be drafted. Uh, So my league, we do it a little bit unorthodox in the sense that we consider tight ends receivers. So we don't specifically have a tight end position spot. 
And so, you know, if you get that Travis Kelsey, he is just considered a receiver. Uh, now, in this specific league that we're doing on walk-on radio, there is a tight end spot. So getting a Travis Kelsey or a, a George Kittle or a Mark Andrews is going to automatically put you at, a, at an advantage for the tight end position. Um, uh, you know, a second rounder, a third rounder, I, I think for those top tier guys, considering that it is an actual position slot on your team, I think that's completely necessary. Um, now, what I typically do in tight end slot leagues, I kind of just like to wait and see. Uh, I'm totally fine with, with getting a Hunter Henry really late. Uh, I'm fine with a David Njoku, uh, you know, this year. Call me crazy, but I'm fine with ending up with a Rob Gronkowski. I mean, you know, he took a year off, but Brady and Gronk is, is one of the best duo quarterback tight end duos of all time. So you couldn't tell me that picking Gronk in the 10th or 11th or 12th round wouldn't be a win. Uh, so how knowing the tight end group and considering one of the best tight ends in the league is George Kittle, He's kind of known for his blocking. He is a good receiver, but is he someone you would get for your fantasy group? Because you know, I don't, you don't really see him putting up a lot of numbers compared to like Kelsey or even last year Mark Andrews. Is Kittle someone you would want to grab? Yeah, so Kittle is kind of considered that tight end too. Um, I think the fantasy crown for tight ends uh, is no question Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know, in in Patrick Mahomes' offense. Travis Kelsey is going to catch balls and score touchdowns. Uh, I think Kittle is on the verge of being a, a solid fantasy um, uh, tight end. Sorry, but you know, for now, Travis Kelsey definitely has that spot. Mark Andrews impressed me last year with ten touchdowns. Uh, we'll see. You know, as Lamar Jackson improves as a passer, you know, I, I, that's obviously good for for Mark Andrews. So as we go on in the draft, Josh Jacobs has been taken, George Kittle has been taken, and Todd Gurley got taken very early. That was someone that we thought was going to be a good running back. Uh, there's a name out there that is kind of low because he had a bad season last year, Leonard Fournette. Is he someone you would want to pick up in your fantasy? How do you feel about Fournette? So my opinion on uh, Leonard Fournette is, you know, let's not forget that he's a workhorse running back. So what that means is, is he's going to get carries regardless. Uh, and he actually just got drafted. And, you know, he's on a horrible team, and that scares me. But he's the best player on a horrible team. So they're going to feed him the rock. He, he's going to get the touches. Uh, you know, I don't know what he's going to be able to do behind that offensive line. But with the volume that he's going to receive, I'd be fine with him being my second running back. Wouldn't want to rely on him being my RB1, but I guess he's okay. So like you said, Leonard Fournette just got picked, and right before that, Adam Thielen, somebody you was talking big on. So right now, looking at our people left, who is somebody that you would want to consider getting when our pick comes in about five or six? So we're six picks away, um, and I was just about to say, uh, with six picks, I definitely you know hope Patrick Mahomes can make it to us. He actually just got picked, so we won't be even thinking about quarterbacks. Pretty much right here, we're going to pick you know the best running back available or the best receiver available, and then on the way back around two picks later, we're going to pick the other of the position. Uh, I love Amari Cooper this year. Uh, I think in a in a dynamic Cowboys offense, he's going to get a lot of single coverage. You know, with the addition of CeeDee Lamb, that definitely helps his business. Uh, so Amari Cooper is probably my favorite receiver left. I like A.J. Brown this year. He, you know, in a run-first offense like Tennessee, 
He's going to be the focal point receiver. And when they stack the box, if Ryan Tannehill can get him the ball, he's a freak athlete. So I think I think a lot about him. Yeah, so, you know, our rival here, Hustle Radio, takes Clyde Edward-Alaire, someone also you were talking about. Seems like they're listening to our stuff. Another running back that got traded and is kind of, he had one good year, he's kind of struggled since, David Johnson. You know, he's on the Texans now. He's on a brand-new team. Do you think David Johnson can have a bounce-back year and put up some good fantasy numbers? Yeah, I like David Johnson. Um, you know, he's going to be a workhorse running back in Houston. Um, I, You know, in Arizona, I didn't like him. But I think this year where you're able to get him uh, isn't too bad of a pick. I think he just got drafted. I think third round's a little early. Uh, Dalton, it's actually our pick. Um, there's a lot of really talented receivers left. Uh, so I'm thinking we go running back here and get get the best one available. So you got Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, James Conner, Devin Singletary, you know, that group. Um, but see, last time, your, your draft, you picked Jonathan Taylor. Is he someone that we could risk right now? Put him, or do you want to try to get him later to see he'll drop? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little early for Jonathan Taylor. I was able to get him in the sixth round in, in my 10-team league. This is a 12-team league, so it's going to bump up the, the ADP, which is average draft position, just a little but uh, we're 20 seconds here. Uh, you, what do you, hate, think? you hate Sam Darnold, so maybe Le'Veon Bell puts the team on his back in New York. Le'Veon Bell is certainly the most talented running back left, uh, but being a Jet scares me. What do you think about Chris Carson? Man, I don't know a lot about him. You, I know you have the Let's knowledge. go Le'Veon. Let's go Le'Veon. Okay. Want to go Le'Veon? We can. Let's go Le'Veon. All right, so we've got our two running backs this year. Definitely high ceiling guys in Nick Chubb and Le'Veon Bell. Uh, the Le'Veon pick scares me, but being that 11th pick in the draft, you're gonna you're gonna take some hits in some spots. You're not always gonna get guys you want. Uh, right here, I'm definitely thinking on getting one of the stud receivers. It's our pick in two. We've got Corlin Sutton, Odo Beckham, AJ Brown, Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley. I mean, tons of tons of talented guys. Um, How do you like Cortland Sutton and the Denver Broncos with Drew Locke at the quarterback? I like Cortland Sutton. Uh, you know, they added some firepower in the offensive room. Um, I don't think it's going to – it might hurt his touches, but I don't believe that it will hurt his overall production. Um, you know, Drew Locke is is a talented guy, and so so I, I think he'll be able to get the ball to Cortland Sutton. So we are on the clock, and we're looking for a receiver, right? Yeah, uh, I think receiver right here. Who's someone that you were thinking of getting? I, I had Cooper Cup last year in my fantasy. He did okay, but had an injury that kind of cost me some big games. What are you looking at here? Man, you got Odell Beckham there, uh, who, call me crazy, but I don't even think he's the best receiver on his team. Uh, Jarvis Landry has been more consistent than Odell Beckham in the past, and and so I'm, I'm kind of Xing out Odell Beckham here, so I'm... I'm saying Corlin Sutton or A.J. Brown for our, our second receiver. Well, I'm big on Tennessee, but I'm worried about Ryan Tannehill. But A.J. Brown did have a really good year. Corlin Sutton's got Drew Locke, but you said they have a lot of firepower that they've brought in. If I'm picking, I'm going A.J. Brown just because I, I like Tennessee. And like we talked about earlier, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee kind of fill in the box. I think the receivers are going to have a lot more chances to become bigger stars uh, I'm, I'm totally about it I think uh, again we talked about the the success of Derrick Henry that's definitely going to be a focal point for defenses this year uh, you know figuring out how to slow that down and so in, in negation of that Tennessee is going to have to figure out how to throw the ball and not that they you know towards the end of the year they really figured it out and and Tannehill played well uh, so AJ Brown is definitely the number one guy in that sense 
So now we're we're in need of a quarterback, tight end, flex, and defense special teams. What are we looking for at this point in the draft? So it's going to be coming up. Uh, our, the next pick we have will be our fifth pick. Uh, you know, quarterbacks. You still have. You still got that Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. So I think we're good there. We might think about one depending on how many you're taking. Uh, typically in a flex league, uh, unless there's a stud. <clears throat> receiver left, you're going to want to fill that position with a running back. Uh, the running backs are definitely a little uh, a little short at the moment. Uh, not any any guys really jumping out at me, but again, it's a 12-team league and we have the 11th pick, so not going to be uh, picks we like every time, but you got to adapt. Uh, if, if one of these receivers, you know, the Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Keen Allen, those guys. If that if that's who you had to put as your flex, I'd feel fine. Uh, I believe, as far as tight end goes, that the top dogs have already been taken. That's correct. Uh, you still got Darren Waller, who, who I think could have a breakout year. He he dominated for the Oakland Raiders last year, who's the now Las Vegas Raiders, uh, and I actually like him. Uh, we've got you know defense. You don't want to worry about any time right now. Quarter or kicker, obviously not till way later, and so uh, yeah, with with fourteen picks until we pick, I think we're just gonna have to wait out and see who who's there. Yeah, in the tight end group, and pretty, I'm pretty sure we're not gonna get Darren Waller, but I really do like Darren Waller. And another tight end is also Evan Ingram. He's slowly becoming more and more part of the offense. I know it's Daniel Jones at quarterback, but with not that many playmakers, I think Evan Ingram can really step up. And then a receiver that I saw, which I had last year, is Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin from the Reds, from the Washington football team. Well, yeah, not the Redskins. Yeah, the football team. What do you uh, think about that, Dalton? Let's 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 shift our gears uh, from from fantasy football and tell me what you think about the Washington football team. I get it because they're trying to find a name. They don't want to mess it up, so it's just kind of a neutral right now. You know, I was big on the Red Wings. I really liked that idea. I thought it was cool. My thing is, if you're going to change your name, it has to be something unique and special. You know, a rumor was the Warriors, and I didn't like that. You know, they already got the Golden State Warriors. So I liked the Red Tails. I thought it was a cool name, but I get what they're doing, just keeping it neutral for now. It's going to be kind of weird just being called the Washington football team, and who knows if this lasts this year, next year, for a while until they get a name. So... I mean, we'll go how it goes. I think them having the numbers on the helmet is pretty cool. It, yeah. I think the jerseys are going to look cool. But, yeah. you know, it kind of sucks to be to be playing for the Washington football team. Like, if you're a rookie and you get drafted by the football team. Chase Young. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Uh, I hope if, they, if they're doing this, they better have a cool name at the end of the day. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's a weird situation just given that they had to change the name in the first place. There was a big push to do so. And I'm not saying I disagree with that. I'm just saying the whole process of, you know, now that the Washington football team is a little, a little weird. Uh, so who knows? It might be a year. It might be next month. I don't know. But for now, they're the Washington football team and I hate them. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Cowboys guy. Never will I say anything good about the Washington football team. Uh, you know, typically my rule is um, I don't take Washington Redskins, I don't take Giants, and I don't take Eagles in my fantasy football draft. I'm staying loyal to the Dallas Cowboys. Don't ever want a reason to cheer for anyone on those teams. Uh, another one of my big rules, Dalton, is, you know, I can't get Ezekiel Elliott every year. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite players, but I can't have him every year. Uh, 
And so Cowboys come first in fantasy football. If I'm playing against Ezekiel Elliott, I hope he throws up 60 on me. Yeah. You know? Well, we're on the clock. So a lot of big names have been taken. We lost Darren Waller earlier. We lost Gary Terry. As I, we were talking about him and Washington, they're gone. Jarvis Landry's been picked. A.J. Green. So we're kind of running out of good options here. What What's our plan? Yeah, so here uh definitely think the answer is get – the last of the decent running backs. Uh, you've got DeAndre Swift, a rookie, going to play for Detroit this year. Uh, you got Kareem Hunt. Uh, That's not, ha- is it smart <coughs> having two running backs from the same team on your team? <coughs> well, you definitely. Um, it's not. A, it's not a bad deal. Uh, so we would. We would essentially have the entire Cleveland backfield. Uh, so any any rushing points that they have. We're going to be accounted for it. I like Cam Akers. Um, man, uh, there, there's there's good enough receivers left to take one. Uh, all the big quarterbacks are still there. I think that's probably early to do. Um, man, what do, you, what do you think? DeAndre Swift or Kareem Hunt? Well, if, with your point of Kareem Hunt, we might have to go them with the two teams, but, I mean, it's up to you. We've got five seconds. Uh, man, let, let, let's be safe and take DeAndre Swift. He's, he's rated... 54 overall uh, on ESPN. I think uh, you know he's going to split time with Karen Johnson at first, but then he'll take over just like I predicted. Jonathan Taylor and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, I, DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. I called Georgia on our college football episode. Running back, you. They've been producing them. You know you got Sony Michelle, Todd Gurley. Okay, and it's our pick again. So um, DK Metcalf and Michael Gallup were just picked after us. Two guys I really like. Is it quarterback time? Man, if we wanna if we wanna get our stud quarterback, if you wanna get a Kyler Murray, a Dak Prescott, or a Russell Wilson, now's the time to do it. Cause I don't think they're gonna make it nineteen more picks. So which quarterback, you know, seeing Russell Wilson on the board still is a good sign. He he's always in the MVP running. You're a big Dak guy, and I was very big on Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray scares me. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know. Could he put up video game numbers this year? Absolutely. But uh, I say I say right here we focus on Dak or Russell Wilson. Uh, you know my opinion. He was who I deem the future 2020 NFL MVP. I think he's going to put up stupid numbers in the Dallas Cowboys offense. Real football and fantasy football. Fantasy football especially. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you make the pick right here. Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson? You got 26 seconds. Look, I hate Dak Prescott, but I do like what they have but every year they kind of disappoint Ooh, and I nope. think I think the you safe I think the you safe pick is going Russell Wilson. He always puts up really oh. good numbers and Dak Prescott disappoints. <laughs> if you're making me pick, I'm going Russell Wilson. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you have this one and since I have Dak in my real league, I'll I'll for walk on radio, we'll pick Russell Wilson. And if he goes off, I'm going to look foolish. I'll take all the blame for it. And listen, I hey, I want us to be successful in this. But more importantly, if Dak Prescott goes off, I was the first one to predict that he was going to win the MVP. We can pull up the podcast. We can pull up the social media post. Right here, Ryan Humphrey said it first. And same as me for the Arizona Cardinals. If they have this dream year that You're, I'm talking about, yep. it was only yep. me, nobody else. And, and that, hey, listen, that's why I picked DeAndre Hopkins because I knew that Dalton Money Meyer 
approved of anything to do with the Arizona Cardinals. Look, I just they just they look really good on paper, and so do the Cowboys. So it'll be really interesting. I mean, you are in fact Cliff Kingsbury's son. Apparently, the way you I, talk I about might him, be. I need an autograph. <laughs> the way you or talk I need about a jersey, him I need an autograph. You are a Texas Tech Arizona Cardinal bandwagon rider. Dude, but, you know, if, if they fail, I look really dumb. If they win, I look really good. So I'm taking a big risk here. But so that, that's with anything, though. And, and here's the thing. No one, wants, no one wants to sit up here and listen to us talk about, you know, Patrick Mahomes winning 11 MVPs in a row. So yeah. you got to venture out, you know, throw your hot takes in there. That's our word. Hot, hot take, take. Hot take. Listen, shirts are coming soon. <laughs> uh, whenever we, we, me and Dalton came up with a followers threshold, and, and once we reach that, uh, reach that, we will be releasing hot take walk on radio T-shirts. Hopefully, you guys jump on board with that. Yeah, you you don't. I can't explain to you how excited Humphreys is to get these <laughs> shirts rolling, but we have to hit that number first, so y'all y'all know what to do. So now we move on. Uh, Damian Williams, Philip Lindsay, DJ Chark has been picked. Uh, are we going tight end? Are we going de- defense? What are we looking at? Yeah, again, the tight ends are all just very okay. Uh, Tyler Higby, Rob Gronkowski, Hunter Henry. Honestly, we don't have to take a tight end for a long time. Uh, they're not going to fall off the board at this point. So, you know, we're probably better off getting some receiver depth and some running back depth. Uh, we probably need to go get our third receiver, you know, 13 picks away. You've got Hollywood Brown, Debo Samuel, Marvin Jones, a guy I've talked about in the past, very underrated fantasy guy, pretty consistent. And in an offense like Detroit this year, uh, I think Stafford's going to really toss that thing around, kind of that gunslinger type mentality that Jameis Winston had last year. Uh, you've got Will Fuller, who with the departure of DeAndre Hopkins might you know, arguably is the number one in Houston. So I expect big things out of him. You got Jamison Crowder. He plays for the Jets. No, thank you. Not <laughs> not with Sam Darnold at the helm. I'm fine with Le'Veon Bell, but no Surrey Bob. Never have anything to do with Sam Darnold. Uh, Sterling Shepard, Deontay Johnson, a guy that I think could be a stud in uh, Pittsburgh behind Juju Smith-Schuster with Ben Roethlisberger returning. Mason Rudolph definitely won the answer last year. That's kind of why you saw that decline in Juju Smith-Schuster's production. Uh, he was huge fantasy bust, but not only in fantasy, football-wise, he was kind of a bust. Uh, so I think with Big Ben back, Deontay Johnson um, could, you know, could be successful. Oh, my boy Dak just got Dak picked. Just got drafted. Now, Man. someone who did get drafted earlier, who I was going to bring up right before he got picked, was Julian Edelman. How do you think he's going to do with Cam Newton now at the quarterback? Is he going to have the same numbers? Is he going to have an increase or decrease? Well, listen... Two months ago, if you'd asked me what I thought about Julian Edelman's season and and fantasy football output, I would have said, don't touch him. Don't touch him with a 20-foot pole. Uh, He doesn't have Brady. I don't feel good about it whatsoever. But as soon as they signed Cam Newton, right back to where he was for me. He's going to be Cam Newton's number one, going to be a check down guy, kind of that, you know, possession receiver, just like he's been, uh, you know, I expect... 80 or 90 catches from him, probably a 1,000-yard year. And if he can get in the end zone, he'll be kind of that mid-level receiver two, receiver three type fantasy player. Uh, another two receivers that I'm looking at right here, you have Hollywood Brown and Debo Samuel. Now, Debo Samuel kind of came out at the end, became the 49ers guy, and Hollywood Brown had good numbers in between. If you had to pick between those two receivers in a fantasy standpoint, which one would you go with? Right now, if you're asking me, uh, I'm going to go Hollywood Brown and, uh, you know, 
no doubt is Baltimore a run-first offense, but Marquise Brown is definitely the big dog there at receiver. You know, you've got Mark Andrews, so most of your attempts, uh, you know, that Lamar Jackson, and they, and they, you know, I bet they throw the ball this year more because teams are going to be so geared up against the run, uh, but those those uh, targets are going to be spread it out through Marquise Brown, who just got drafted. Uh, on radio again. Our, yeah, they're, our, they're, our guy. I think they're listening to us. <laughs> but but I I still take Marquise Brown over D, uh, Debo Samuel because Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews are going to get the majority of the targets in Baltimore. Debo Samuel probably the number one in San Francisco, but not a big Jimmy G guy, especially fantasy terms. It's kind of just that facilitator quarterback. But obviously he's good because they played in the Super Bowl last year. Another receiver, and you know, I keep bringing up Houston because with Deshaun Watson, a receiver is going to be very good. Brandon Cooks is going to Houston. Do you like Brandon Cooks this year? And do you think he will be able to put up some good numbers having, you know, Randall Cobb and Will Fuller, but with Deshaun Watson all in? in? Yeah, so first, uh, let, it's, it's our pick, and then I'll get back to your question. Um, man, I'll tell you what, uh, you talked about Marquise Brown and Debo Samuel, but I'm going to throw in Marvin Jones, and I've talked about Marvin Jones. I've had him on past fantasy teams. He is slept on. He's the 73rd overall player. You know, right here he would be our 7th round pick, our 3rd receiver, and I feel great about that. In a 12-team league, mm-hmm. I think Marvin Jones, he's a touchdown machine, uh, real big body, and and I like I like the Lions' offense this year. You know, fantasy wise, not necessarily real football wise, but they're gonna put up numbers. Uh, so I think we go Marvin Jones right here. You good with that? Man, you let me pick Russell Wilson. Just you can do whatever you want. Okay. I do like Matthew Stafford, but I hate the Lions. But I am a Packer fan, so I don't really. I kind of buy that, so That's go, fair. Let's go ahead that's and go fair. with him. Let's go Marvin Jones. Uh, it'll be our pick in two picks. Uh, again, we lost Gronkowski, so our tight end that's way too thin early. Thin. Way too early. Uh, How do you I, like Hayden Hurst in Atlanta? I like Hayden Hurst in Atlanta. Uh, he came from Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, he tore it up there. That kind of opens the door for Mark Andrews in Baltimore. Obviously, he's way gone. But Hayden Hurst in Atlanta, with surrounded by Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Todd Gurley. I think that's a good situation. Plenty of mediocre tight ends left. Don't think we need to touch that. Uh, wouldn't mind getting a one more running back. Uh, they're definitely looking slim. You've got Ronald Jones, Karen Johnson, Darius Geis, James White, Jordan Howard, J.K. Dobbins, Tevin Coleman. You know, kind of those running back by committee type guys. Uh, what do you think, Dalton? Man, maybe James White in New England because New England always seems to have a running back that comes out of nowhere and does a really good job. Does Sonny Michelle worry you? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It, it really depends what they're going to do with Cam Newton, his offense. Maybe they do a running back by committee offense. You know, J.K. Dobbins looks good, but they have Mark Ingram. I think J.K. Dobbins is a, is a one-year project. I think next year he's a top-tier running back. This year he's going to be splitting too many carries. Now, Darius guys could be a risky pick because we haven't really seen a lot from him, but he has too a lot of high hopes. You think too, so? Too injury-prone. Uh, and then Tevin Coleman from the, the 49ers. I know they're running back by committee, but both their running backs do put up some good numbers. What do you think about Jordan Howard moving, moving from Philadelphia to that, that starting running back role in Miami? I had him last year, and he put up some decent numbers for me. I like him. I, I think he would be a running back that we probably would have to put in during a bye week, you know, kind of sub in and out. But if you like him, I like him. Uh, you know, I think um, 
Well, his bye, his bye week is the same as Le'Veon Bell's, uh, which scares me. But uh, but being a starting running back this late, being able to get one in the eighth round, I think that's probably the way to go. So we are going to take Jordan Howard here out of Miami. Um, you know, if, if you can see uh, the people we have left, again, it's a lot of running back by committee people. I know that Matt Breida is also in Miami, but from what I'm reading and hearing, Jordan Howard is going to be the guy, at least at first. So I think that was a good pick. So in the quarterback room, we only have one quarterback. With what we have right now, what would be a good backup quarterback in your mind? There's Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, my boy, the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers. A lot of good quarterbacks. Who would you take as a backup? So typically how I do it is, uh, so we, we, spent a, we spent a fifth rounder, or was it, it might have been a sixth round. We spent a sixth rounder on Russell Wilson. And, and by us doing that, we're saying, okay, Russell Wilson's our guy. So really, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not talking about injuries. That changes everything. But really we're saying we're starting Russell Wilson every single week except his bye week. Mm-hmm. And so am I okay with Ben Rossberger or Ryan Tannehill being our backup to play Russell Wilson's bye week? Absolutely. Uh, no reason to spend uh, a ninth-round pick on Matt Ryan after you just took Russell Wilson early. Um, and again, I'm not I'm not opposed to those guys. I like Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford and Josh Allen, uh, but uh, you you building depth other places is better because the quarterback position is such a sure thing. You know, Russell Wilson week in and week out is gonna put up numbers, uh, and that and that's why we took him so early. So you talk about injuries in fantasy. How bad does injuries affect your team? And and you you were talking to me earlier about waivers. How important is getting waivers midseason and having to make those changes midseason? Wa- waivers are waivers are just as important, if not more important, than the draft. Uh, you can you, you can't you can't really win a fantasy league at the draft. You can lose one. Don't get me wrong. If you if you have a crappy draft, you don't really have a chance. But waivers win Super Bowls. That sounds like can I put that on a shirt? Dude, waivers win Super Bowls. If we, hey, With we like, win the Super Bowl this year and, and walk on Radio Football League. I will personally print waivers win Super Bowls on a shirt and give it to you I'm all guys. about that. I'm all, I, that sounds great to me. Yeah. I just came up with that. But anyway, so, yeah, waivers, it, it's all about finding, you know, who is that breakout guy? Uh, and we talked about Alvin Kamara. In 2017, Alvin Kamara's rookie season wasn't really drafted in a lot of fantasy leagues. I pick him up week four. He, he's kind of putting up a couple numbers, and then he explodes. And now he's Alvin Kamara. I won the Super Bowl that year. 2018, James Conner is the guy in, in, in Pittsburgh because Le'Veon sits out, he blows up. Mm-hmm. I won the Super Bowl. And so it's it's getting it's getting that waiver guy that you didn't expect to, to, to do anything and blows up. And you, you didn't even spend a draft pick on him. So we're on the clock. We we need a couple backups, need tight end, defense, kicker. What's our what are we looking at? Okay, so um I think I think the bit the we're kind of at the last of the tight ends here, so I think the the answer is tight end. Uh, you've got Noah Fant, and we talked about Denver's offense being high powered, and that might be the move. Uh, they say Noah Fant is the most athletic tight end in the NFL, and I don't know. I talked about their offense being being kind of blown up, so I'm not opposed to the Noah Fant pick right here. Yeah, I like Noah Fant. I like Austin Hooper, and I like Mike Gusecki from the Dolphins. I think he's a very athletic tight end. 
I do like Noah Fant, Fant though. If you want to go with that, I'm totally on board with that. The, let's let's go Noah Fant and give give the the high preseason uh, approval of Denver a chance right here. Okay, so we got we got Noah Fant's gonna be our pick in two picks. Uh, probably need to go get uh, you know a running back or a receiver here. Probably just the best available. I like Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is there. He's one of the fastest guys in the NFL. I, you know, could be receiver one in Las Vegas. Not too sure about their quarterback situation, but Henry Ruggs is a stud out of Alabama. What about Robbie Anderson now at Carolina? You know, big Jets hater, but he he was able to do something with the Jets. Do you like Robbie? Yeah, I do like Robbie Anderson, and I like him better in Carolina than I did in New York for sure. And, and with with Christian McCaffrey being the focal point in Carolina, they're definitely going to have to jump some balls off to Robbie Anderson at, at receiver. Uh, another guy I like that slept on, and it worries me a little bit by uh, Stefan Diggs coming to Buffalo, but John Brown is as consistent as they get. And he's one of those slept on guys that I've had as my receiver three in years past, but I definitely like him. Uh, it's saying to take Golden Tate right here. I strongly disagree. I think the New York Giants' offensive pass game is going to be a dumpster fire. They're strictly reliant on Saquon Barkley, so I'm not touching any of their receivers. Uh, so right here I'm thinking thinking Henry Ruggs, John Brown, or Robbie Anderson. I'm going to let you make the pick. What do you think, Dalton? I, I was going to ask you about picking rookies in fantasy, but we'll do that after this pick. So I don't know if I'm picking, for it, actually. You're for it? Uh, man. Uh, so let's I've, pick it and then let's talk about it. Uh, okay, well, let's take Henry Ruggs. So what is your strategy with picking rookies in fantasy, knowing that you don't know what's going to happen in their first year in the NFL? I'll tell you this. Um, rookies are rookies are tricky. Um, you've got some rookies that come into the league and are, are first-round draft picks in fantasy football. Um, I actually had the honor of taking Ezekiel Elliott number one overall his rookie season. Won the Super Bowl that yeah. year because uh, he he did have an unbelievable rookie year and that's that's incredibly rewarding because you took a chance on that rookie and it paid off. Uh, you know, typically rookies are going to be you know those high high powered rookies are going to be your your middle round players. Uh, but here's what I'll say to that: you can always drop people. Mm-hmm. Waivers are your friend. You picking that rookie and him blowing up. You know, we just got him in the 10th round. Maybe that's the difference in our team this year. If he blows up and our our, our one of our top receivers is our 10th round draft pick, that's incredible. I mean, you know, I again, we talked about it earlier. I think Jonathan Taylor can make an impact on somebody's team. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can make an impact on somebody's team. We got DeAndre Swift, another rookie. I think he's going to make an impact on somebody's team this year. Mm-hmm. A uh, couple picks ago, Justin Tucker was picked a kicker. God, that's early, man. Yeah, where do you, where do you like to get kickers around, and how do they affect? Do they really do they have an effect on your team in points? What is the thing with kickers? With kickers, the biggest thing is consistency. Um, uh, you know, Justin Tucker. You know, uh, they're all talented. You know, the top guys, the guys you're going to draft in fantasy, are all talented kickers. And, and I'd say Justin Tucker, Harrison Butker, Will Lutz is going to be your most consistent. But picking them in the 10th round, they're not – kickers aren't winning you games. Uh, they're, they're just keeping that, that steady 8, 9, 10 points coming in per week. Definitely not thinking about spending a 10th rounder on a kicker. I'm fine with 
with ending up kind of who whoever we end up with when it when it gets that time. But 10th round, even for the best kicker, is way too early. Yeah, as, as we were talking, Harrison Buckner, uh, KC's kicker, just got picked. And another thing, in round 9, San Francisco's defense got picked. Now, I know their defense is really good. Is that too high? Even if it's the 49ers? I think uh, I think now is where the, the better defenses can go. Uh, obviously, you can see, you're looking at the list with me. There's still good defenses out there. Buffalo's going to have a good defense. Patriots, Ravens, Colts, Broncos, Bears, Saints. All those teams are going to have good defenses. Uh, again, <clears throat> I'm kind of the, um, you know, pick my matchups week to week. Maybe I, maybe I get my defensive team off of waivers every week, depending on what offensive team they're playing. You know, like last year. I really, you know, in, in any league that I had a defense in, I I looked for defenses that were playing against Washington. And that's because Washington's offense was terrible. And mm-hmm. so, you know, obviously the worse the offense, the better uh, potential you have as a defense. So, you know, for me, I think you can wait on a defense. They're all pretty close to the same. Uh, I, to me, it's more important to go get depth at other positions uh, and so I think tonight we're gonna we're gonna let kickers and defense come to us. And can you can you trade with other teams in your fantasy for players? Is that allowed in fantasy football? Absolutely. Uh, just like normal football, you know, I can I can trade Russell Wilson and Nick Chubb for Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you know, any 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 situation, whatever the agreement is, uh, typically there's a trade deadline uh, before the playoffs uh, in in your various. Fantasy football leagues, that's normally how it works. Uh, again, trades are like waivers. Sometimes, you know, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, uh, last year in our league, you know, Michael Thomas and Nick Chubb were a part of a, a blockbuster trade early on in the season. Michael Thomas goes on and has the best receiving fantasy year probably ever. That team won the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, uh, again, waivers win Super Bowls and trades don't help, don't, don't hurt either. So CD Lamb, your boy, just got picked a couple rounds earlier. What do you think CD Lamb's gonna do fantasy wise? Cause you know you're the Cowboys expert over here. Is he gonna have a really good year in numbers? Cause you know I always bring up the multiple receivers and with Ezekiel Elliott, is he gonna have good good numbers with the top receivers? Is he gonna be kind of a second receiver kind of guy? I think he's gonna fantasy purposes gonna be a second receiver kind of guy. Uh, I don't think. The, the addition of C.D. Lamb hurts Amari Cooper's production. I think it probably hurts Michael Gallup's production. Uh, but not, let, let's get this straight, not football-wise. It's going to, football-wise, the Cowboys got a heck of a lot better with the addition of C.D. Lamb. Fantasy football-wise, C.D. Lamb, you know, a, a good, good depth guy to have on your team. But I don't think he's going to be a, a fantasy superstar that you're starting week in and week out. Yeah, uh, with Michael Gallup, if if there's any receiver you would want to get in fantasy, it's Alan Lazard, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, again, uh, getting the second guy in, in a on an offense with a stud receiver like Devontae Adams isn't a bad, you know, route to go. I don't know about Alan Lazard. He won't be drafted tonight. Is my my <laughs> prediction. Uh, Maybe we can get him late, you know, if you feel really good about him. But, like, okay, for instance, a good a good second receiver to have is Calvin Ridley because a lot of the coverage is going to be towards Julio Jones. So getting that second receiver in Calvin Ridley is never a bad thing to do. 
Okay, so it's our pick. Uh, it's the 11th round. Let's look at the backup quarterback range. Uh, we got Big Ben, Ryan Tannehill, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, all guys that I'm okay with being our backup uh, to Russell Wilson. That might be our 12th rounder. So for the 11th round, we need to get a running back or a receiver. Um, well, I don't know. I, running back or tight end, actually? What are you thinking? Well, looking at the tight ends I did, or the running backs, I did not see a lot of anything I really liked. Marlon Mack, maybe, but he's also could. Jonathan Taylor could become a superstar. Duke Johnson, maybe, but David Johnson's in the mix. I, I don't know. Are any of these running backs piquing your interest? I like Latavius Murray. Uh, obviously, if Alvin Kamara were to get hurt, I hope he doesn't. Uh, Latavius Murray would be an instant start in fantasy football, uh, given the success of the New Orleans offense, um, you know, I, we probably probably should go running back right here. Uh, I don't know. They're all not very good. Uh, honestly, let's let's go ahead and get our backup tight end. I know you talked about Mike Gusecki. He's there. You want to go ahead and nab him? We could. Okay. Yeah, let's, let, let's do that. We'll get our backup tight end. Uh, you know, it's okay having two tight ends if, if your starting tight end is not a – Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, uh, Evan Ingram, Darren Waller type guy. Uh, so, you know, we might pick our best matchup uh, week to week at tight end. Uh, we've got, looks like five more rounds. Uh, it's about to be our pick. We, we got go to go get a defense, got to go get a backup quarterback. Um, running backs are going to be scarce, let me tell you. Uh, we honestly can probably wait at quarterback. Um, it, it looks like there's plenty of, of backup options. I imagine by our next pick, we can get one of the guys I said. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get our defense here? What what defense do you like on this list? Well, I liked the Bills before they were taken. They're gone now. So I think my top two defenses looking at this would probably be the Colts and the Ravens. Now, we have a buddy of ours that is a Broncos fan, and he is very confident about the Broncos defense. I don't know how I feel Vaughn Miller Still really good. They he said they have a great secondary, so maybe the Broncos. But I'm looking at the Ravens and the Colts. I'll say this: uh, the Ravens probably as a whole, um, you know, is is a really probably more talented defense on this list. Uh, but I think for fantasy purposes, man, give me the Colts. Darius Leonard, dude, that dude to me, probably behind Aaron Donald, Darius Leonard is probably the best defensive player in the game of football right now. I mean, that dude is electric. He's an FCS player, so I love that. Uh, but, man, I, so I say we go Colts. Uh, Ravens are going to score a lot of points, and so they might get into some battles. Uh, so I think right here, let's go Colts for our defense. Right. Good with that? Okay. How does how does defense – how do you get points for defense in fantasy? So points for defense in fantasy, a lot of different leagues do a lot of different things. Um you know, normally, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but they start with 20 points, which is weird. So they're right when the game starts, they're given 20 points. And, and more times than not, they're going to work their way down and kind of end in that 8, 9, 10 point range. Uh, you know, earning points comes from, comes from interceptions, sacks, touchdowns, fumbles, forced fumbles, all that. And it also comes from the opposing offense, you know, you know, if you keep them under 350 total yards, that's points. If they, you know, only have one receiving touchdown, just various things like that, That that's how you can get points. Uh, it's also special teams, and so 
return kicks, return punts, block kicks, block punts, all that is factored in. So anytime an Indianapolis Colt does that, we will receive points. Now, I know the Dallas Cowboys made a lot of offseason moves. They have a great D-line now. Are you not confident in the Dallas Cowboys defense? How do you feel about your boys? I uh, I do like the Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, I don't know that they're the best fantasy pick. They scare me a little there. Wow, they're not um, even, Are they even on the... I guess they got drafted. because I. Oh, no, there they are. Oh. There they are. They're a little lower. Um, but I, I wouldn't... Probably not my fantasy pick. Uh, you know, Demarcus Lawrence is a stud. I got a lot of a lot of high praise for Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. Secondary concerns me. We lost Byron Jones, but honestly, I think the way we're looking, we're probably gonna be an offensive shootout team. And if you score fifty points, you just gotta give up forty nine. You know what I'm saying? And so I kind of I think we'll be fine there. Uh, you know, not again fantasy wise. Probably stay away from the Cowboys. Definitely a team that you could, you know, whenever whenever our Colts are on the bye, you know, depending on who the Cowboys are playing, if they if they were playing a Washington or a or a New York, that'd be a team you look at. But other than that, probably stay away from a fantasy wise. So we come down to our couple final couple picks. I want to talk if you can remember all time. What was your best all time fantasy pick? You you can give the year if you can. If not, just a player. What was the worst pick you've ever done? Fantasy. I, 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 right when you said it, they both came to mind. Uh, you know, I took Zeke number one overall, his rookie season. That took a lot of balls. Uh, you know, was he probably a first rounder pre preseason? Yes, fantasy wise, but taking a rookie number one overall is definitely a risky thing to do. I won the Super Bowl that year, it paid off. So, not only did I have my favorite, my favorite team and my favorite player, but he was my stud running back in fantasy football. And I want a Super Bowl. And so definitely I'd consider that probably my best pick ever. Worst pick ever came last year, Dalton. Ooh. And I am oh, still... Oh, I think I know. I'm still <laughs> not over it, Dalton. I'm still not over it. <laughs> uh, so let me walk you into this. Uh, I started 1-3 and three last year. Really struggled in the uh, receiving area. Uh, and before I say his name, that, that is definitely the reason I struggled in the receiving area. But let me tell you what. I finished the season 10-4 and four after going 1-3, and three, and that's due to waivers because waivers win Super Bowls. <laughs> waivers, waivers win, win Super, Super Bowls. Bowl. I lose in the semifinals, but that's okay. You can't win them all. But the man I'm talking about, I can't, I can't even say his name, Antonio Clown. I take him. He falls to me the first pick in the third round, and I'm thinking, holy crap. I can't believe this is happening. I got Zeke as my first pick, came back, Mike Evans as my second, and then Antonio freaking Brown falls to me in the third. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is a GOAT team. I mean, I've got two stud receivers, one of the best running backs in the league, and then Antonio (laughs) Clown decides he's going to fall off of his rocker. I mean, well, hold on. Speaking of Antonio Brown, he just got drafted. <laughs> look, he doesn't who even just, play for a team. Look, he just got. Oh my picked. god! I'm surprised it's not that radio station, the other is, one that's listening. Is that to a us. hot take? That's a hot take, dude. If he comes back, the NFL is slapping him with the fattest suspension that they can give. 
I mean, oh no, if he comes God. back, I would never have him on my fantasy team again. Ever. If he comes back, I don't care. I don't care numbers. if he's the number one receiver in the NFL. After how I feel about him <laughs> and what he did to me in 2019, he will never touch my roster again. Ever. <laughs> I don't care if he's Michael Thomas numbers. I'll never pick him again. So I bet, I bet you were really confident after his first game with the Patriots. You know, didn't he put up a good amount of numbers that first game? Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh my God, he plays with Tom Brady now. I mean, he scored a touchdown, had like 40 or 50 yards, and I'm thinking, oh baby, we're in business. And then he's cut. And then he's cut. <laughs> I kept him on my team for like two more weeks, and I was like, you know what? Forget this. Waivers win Super Bowls. Okay, Dalton. So it's our pick. Um, Couple of those quarterbacks were drafted. I think let's go ahead and get our our backup quarterback. Actually, we're gonna we're two picks away, so let's pick whatever we want before, and then pick our backup quarterback next. Should uh, we do kicker? Because let's, let's see what let's see what kickers are there. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's get Will Lutz. Lutz is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's the thirteenth round. I'm cool with I'm cool with getting a kicker here. Um, plays in a high powered offense. New Orleans Saints. Let's get Will Lutz. So now, in the, because we have a few picks to the quarterback, Joe Burrow. I saw his face pop up. Woo. What do you think about Joe Burrow? Uh, man, um, rookie quarterbacks definitely go against what I was saying. Uh, in what I when I like taking rookies, they they definitely scare me. Uh, uh, ooh, I think he's. I think he is uh, definitely a risky pick in Cincinnati. Um, don't really see them doing much, especially now. I think he's a good future pick, um, but not going to be our backup quarterback for sure. Uh, so we've got Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield uh, is going to be. It's our pick, so we're going to get our backup quarterback. Uh, Don, what do you think? I know you talked about Baker Mayfield earlier. I did uh, a couple names: Baker Mayfield, uh, Drew Locke. A lot of hype around Drew Locke. I don't. He didn't have as good of a season last year as a lot of people said, but. Now that he's kind of the guy now because Joe Flacco wasn't what they expected. Jared Goff's the top quarterback right now. I don't know. How do you feel about Jared Goff? Well, what I'll say about Jared Goff is they don't have Gurley. They don't have that solid running back. They're going to be a running back by committee, so they might be a, uh, a pass-first team. Um, it's Dude, they're projecting him to throw for 4,200 yards. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, and with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods... You know, the Rams might be behind a lot in games. You know, they don't have a great defense anymore. So they might have to be chunking the rock. So I'm definitely not opposed to having him as our backup quarterback. Well, it's up to you. I pick one of those three is fine for me. Let's go Jared Goff. Let's go Jared Goff. Because we only need him for Again, one, we need one, him one week. week. Yeah. Uh, Unless and, Russell Wilson tears something, we got to make some changes. But but if that happens, that's out of our control. And you can't, you can't plan for injuries. Mm-hmm. You can stay away from injury-prone guys, but... Russell Wilson has never missed a game in his entire NFL career. So for that, we're just going to treat him like he never will miss a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I talked about it. We really need Jared Goff to play one game. Week six, Russell Wilson's bye. Uh, talk about bye weeks. Bye weeks is not something I pay attention to except at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, if there's a running back you like and he has the same bye week as a guy you have, take the guy you like. Quarterback, your backup quarterback if you have one of those stud quarterbacks, needs to have a different bye week for the exact reason we've been talking about. You would never take, you know, so Russell Wilson here, he's got a round, or round, a bye week of uh, week six. You would never take a backup quarterback with the same bye week. Mm-hmm. 
So we're, we got we have a long while till we get another pick, and it seems like we're going to lose a lot of the really good players left. What's your strategy here? We got two spots left. Do we get a backup defense? Do we get a backup? What What are we looking at here? I don't like taking a backup defense. I think you can. I think you can stream defenses this year. Um, you know, we we probably need to go ahead and get a a, a last running back. Not going to be anybody good. Um, I like Tony Pollard. Uh, man, it's the it's the bottom of the barrel now. You know, you're you're not probably not going to be using any guys this late. Uh, hey, I did see A.J. Dillon. I was about to say, A.J. Dillon, hey, my boy. Don't think he's going to be a huge fantasy impact. However, if Aaron Jones were to go down, suddenly he, he he's a relevant name. And so that's definitely right Right, the second. Honestly, if he made it to us, I, I we're probably picking him. And, I mean, I think with A.J. Dillon is I think – I think him and Aaron Jones are definitely splitting game time. So I think he's going to – and, of course, fantasy is not going to be the same as real life, but I do see A.J. Dillon having an impact on the Packers next year. Maybe not in fantasy points because he's splitting with Aaron Jones, and that might affect Aaron Jones's points too. And also there we have a third running back. We have Williams too. So with three running backs that LaFleur plans on using, it probably will affect fantasy football pretty badly. Yeah, um, it, you know, I, Aaron Jones is still the guy, but that's that's a big worry for me. We talked about how he's going to have a decline in touchdown production, and I think that that's a direct correlation of A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams being involved in the run game. So someone that just got picked, I, I feel like is really late, was Larry Fitzgerald. What do you think about, you know, I, I always said that there's a funny stat that he has more tackles than drop passes in his career, which means you know more catches, more points. What do you think about uh, Larry Legend? Uh, again, good receiver, one of the greatest of all time. He's just kind of past his fantasy prime. Um, that offense is going to be run through DeAndre Hopkins, and so is Larry Fitzgerald going to catch balls? Yes. Is he going to be fantasy relevant? Probably not. So uh, Devontae Freeman, another free agent, has just been picked up. Do you see him? Do you even see him going to another team? Yes, I think he. I think he's definitely going to get picked up by a team. I think that's a great pick in the fifteenth round, uh, especially since it's July twenty seventh. There's a lot of time before football is going to be played, and so definitely not against that pick. So it is our pick on the draft. Are we going AJ Dillon? Or are we gonna are we gonna look at other people? I like Jarek McKinnon, uh, but. They do have Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, so eh, I don't know about that. Uh, man, let, let's let's take a chance on AJ Dillon. It's the fifteenth round; doesn't really matter. Could be a gem. Yeah, if Aaron Jones goes down, like I said, could be a gem, but we'll see. I'd also like to announce that Alan Lazard has been drafted. Oh, did he just get drafted? Wow! Round fifteen. Wow, that's about right. The goat. That's about Blake right. Jarwin too. That's another tight end that we kind of missed out. Yeah. I think Jarwin's gonna have a I, really good year. I like Jarwin in Dallas. I think uh, I wish Jason Witten wouldn't have came back last year. I think he kind of hindered the tight end room, uh, and I think Jarwin was was more athletic uh, and a better player than him. Let's go ahead and get our last receiver. There's nobody. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Chase Claypool. Definitely not opposed to doing that. Um, Denzel Mims, too. Uh, I actually I played against you, Denzel Mims. You're not a Jets guy. No. Uh, dude, we've been taking rookies all night. Let's do it. I played against it? Denzel Mims. 
Dude's a stud. I was just watching an, an old game of his, and I mean... At Baylor? He's, yeah, he's, yeah, it was them against Texas. Yeah. He's got some strong hands. Let's do it. We, we've we taken so many rookies tonight. Uh, A.J. Dillon, Henry Ruggs, DeAndre Swift. I mean, I'm about it. Let's take Denzel Mims. We either going to have the worst team hey, ever assembled or the best team ever listen, assembled. Listen, no one wants to come in here and look at our Patrick Mahomes and Ezekiel Elliott-led team. <laughs> they want rookies leading this team. Walk on radio. I'm calling it now. 2020, whatever this league's called, Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, we're going to we're gonna keep you guys updated throughout the season. Maybe we'll even let you guys set some lineups. Maybe have some some questions here and there. Do some polls on Twitter. Winner gets to start. I'm so, cool with that. So give us our final roster, or what our starting roster is going to look like, what our backups, and just talk to me how you think, you, you know, you predicted champions, but just talk to me through our final lineup, who you like, who you don't really like. Yeah, so again, Dalton, picking 11th, not my forte. Uh, I also, I'm, I'm typically a 10-team league guy, so your teams are going to be stronger. Obviously, there's less teams, more players go around. Um but in a 12-team, I think we have a pretty solid roster. Russell Wilson, going to finish the top five quarterback. I have no doubt about that. Nick Chubb, high ceiling. You know, If he has a year like last year, we're going to be in business. Le'Veon Bell plays for a horrible team. Best player on that team. If, if, and, they, and the Jets drafted uh, some offensive line help. So if Le'Veon can be old Le'Veon, we're going to be in business. Julio Jones, in my mind, we got the best receiver in football. I'm excited about that pick. I think A.J. Brown was a good receiver two option, going to be the focal point in the passing game on a run team. Uh, waited late to get our tight end, Noah Fant. I think he's going to play in a high-octane offense. Really athletic tight end. I expect a lot out of him. Uh, that flex position, you know, you got DeAndre Swift, Marvin Jones, Jordan Howard, uh, Henry Ruggs. That's a little weaker than I would want it. But again, 12-team league, you're going to have some holes. Colts defense, good mid-tier defense, not too bad, not too good. Uh, Will Lutz could be the best kicker in the league in a, in a New Orleans Saints offense. So, Dalton, overall, I feel really good about our team. Um, I had fun doing it. First off, Saints football is, is, a, is a pleasure of mine. Anytime I'll talk about it. Uh, but I'm excited. Yeah, it was really fun to learn about fantasy football, and I'm really excited to go each week and talk about how we did our points. Hopefully we can get a championship. And, I mean, we'll come up with it later, but if we get last place, we got to do a punishment. Oh, if we get last place, we are definitely getting punished, yeah. for sure. So, but if we, we win the Super Bowl, you'll see some waiver, oh yeah, waivers win Super Bowl t-shirts. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting this soon uh, on YouTube, I think, the mm-hmm. video. Uh, we, we, we did a little Zoom thing, streaming the draft, along with the podcast. You can listen to our podcast on Spot, or not, yeah, Spotify, Buzzsprout, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, thank you for, thank you for, uh, thank you for tuning in guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.